Welcome to the Editor's Note Comics Podcast. I think that this world, it needs men that are willing to make the hard call. Central Maine's best comics podcast, by default. Ain't no thing like me, except me. Here are your hosts, Zach and Jared. Matt's coming. No. When do we start? Hey, we're back. Welcome back. That's it. There we are. Freedom. <laughs> yeah, freedom. Freedom! There hasn't been a better freedom since William Wallace in Braveheart. <laughs> well, to be fair, I think uh, Peacemaker had a better time. Uh, pro- yeah, well, somebody was getting disemboweled anyway. Right. Oh, uh, boy. Actually, a uh, better line would be, the thing they had in common, there was penetration involved in both. It was better the first time. Yeah, you're right. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's what we're here for this week, baby. We're here to make peace. No matter ha- how many... Men, women, and children, we're not going to show getting shot on screen. True, but we're going to show you everything else. I know. We'll talk more about that when we get there. The race for showing a vagina in a comic book show has been uh, won. Now it's on to the dick race. We haven't seen a dick yet in any comic book superhero property. I was going to ask, do you think it's going to happen in this? I hope so. Do you think it's going to be John I mean, Cena's I'm very, dog? I'm very aware of John Cena's balls, but we haven't we haven't taken away that thin, whitey-tighty veneer. Well, we don't need to talk too much about Peacemaker yet. That's the main topic of the show. <laughs> it is, indeed. I know you're all zapped up to talk about it, I'm, but there's I'm other so, things. I'm so excited to talk about balls. Anyway, uh, <laughs> how's things um, going? By the way, I did say we are going to do Spider-Man Blue this week, not knowing that uh, there were three episodes of Peacemaker that I said, we're throwing it out, doing it next week. Yes. So as I but, started to read Spider-Man Blue, I was like, <laughs> I saw your message. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. <laughs> but So Spider-Man Blue will be next week, but and you said, hey, let's do something terrible. Yeah? Two weeks. Two weeks, I got one of the worst comics. Ooh, what is it? That's more Spider-Man. <laughs> okay. I was going to... It's not was, Secret Invasion, is it? No, Secret Invasion is whatever. Or Clone Wars or whatever. We're not doing... We, there's not enough time to do the Clone Saga because oh, okay. it's, it's too long. All right. Too long and look, too convoluted. Look, I'll just say it's the one where... Uh, two to three weeks from now, it's the one where Norman Osborn knocks up Gwen Stacy. We're doing that one. Oh, okay. <laughs> if you want to do something terrible, there we go. Oh, okay. We'll we'll ride the Spider-Man hype train because that movie won't stop making money. Wow, okay. It's like number four of all wow. time now. That's a good movie. But still, it's just making money hand over fist. Hand straight over this fist. Mm, paper beats rock. Yeah. All right. What are we going on this week? All kinds of stuff. Yeah. Uh, we got... Uh, we got the news of the week. I just saw my first note. I was like, oh, God, this okay, thing. Yeah. It's the Joss Whedon thing. <laughs> just, God damn it. Did you read that? Or are you just... No, no. All right. Well, I'm here for you and everyone else. Thank you. Jesus Christ. It's amazing how you can give a man enough rope to hang himself and dig his own grave. What, what, don't you... We're doing a bad job of... <laughs> no, not, no. Of... No, this is the preview. Okay. We're going to do Book of Boba Fett. Nice, I guess. Going back to the sand butthole. Mm. Sports. Oh. <laughs> uh, Peacemaker, first three episodes, Yay! and your questions. Which you didn't send me again this week. Uh, this one won't be a hard one. That's You say that often, and then... No, this one I intentionally... like this. There's there's no trick on this. Okay, perfect. There, there's not going to be like a real thing. You're like, oh, man, you got to think hard. No, that's a pretty straightforward okay, perfect. one. I actually kind of... like. I thought about that. I went, eh, he doesn't need this. All right. All right. So let's just go from there. Yeah. Let's just keep this train rolling. Let's dive into the news. I'm so excited about Man, there's not a ton this week, but I'm excited about the content we got. Okay. Well, let's hit it. Let's go straight into the news. Before we get started, does anyone want to get out? It's time for the news. 
I didn't want to say the nudes because, oh my God. Okay, so you got to explain this to me like I'm a child. Joss Whedon has broken his silence about all of the allegations against him. Uh, it's, about, it's a year and a half later. He hasn't spoken once. He did an article with New York Magazine. I will start with <laughs> with this. I feel like the interview was mostly, it wasn't like super, I don't know if focus is the one I want to, like, the article doesn't seem to go in with a great agenda, and I think it does that in a good way, because it just gives him a lot of rope, and he uses all that rope to hang himself. It's insane. So the interviewer did a good job of interviewing in that he let, she. or they, sorry, I, I assumed, that they, she, kind of let Whedon kind of go down whatever path he wanted, and in that, thinking he was vindicating himself, he actually just, you know, gave, it's like the the classic, I call it like the A Few Good Men thing, where Jack Nicholson's character, uh, Colonel Markinson, is on the stand and he gets kind of get goaded into like, you can't handle the truth, and then goes on and like, oh, uh, his, just his truth is an all. idiot's truth. Like, he's, it's insane. But you know what I'm saying? Like, yes. He's been, he's been begging to tell his side of the story, and probably all of his handlers have said, no, it's best if you don't talk. And he's like, damn it, I need to get out there and talk. And he did, and it, Ended up backfiring spectacularly. This is my gathering. It's insane. Um, it's a relative. It's a lengthy article. It's a cover story of New York Magazine, uh-huh. and he basically doesn't take accountability for anything. I think there's a lot of self-loathing in there. He's like, "Hey, I'm a I'm a pretty bad guy, but all these specific allegations against me, not a single one of them are true." To the point, I'm. <laughs> there's only about one of them that I believe. Like he goes on a. It's like Buffy and Angel stuff. They they specify, and they don't specify who. They're like, oh, he had an affair with two actresses, and like one of them involved like making out with them on like a production's person's office. On the office, like in like like, like the floor above it was their no, office. No, 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 like box? in her office. Okay, and, like bumping up like against the chair while like they were making out. And he goes, "I wouldn't do it because I was too terrified of being caught." I'm like, "That's about the only thing in this I believe." <laughs> but it's all just every step of the way. He comes off as a massive asshole, and like even talking about like Justice League stuff, he's like Ray Fisher is a bad actor in like both senses of the word. Like he's a malevolent person. He's a bad actor, and also like he was unpleasant to work with. They talks about like. Like the Gal Gadot accusations about like uh, her not wanting to do a scene, which let's extrapolate. It's the flash falling on her boob scene that was yes. done by a stand in. And he was saying like, oh, no, I was saying like if that was going to get removed, she'd have to do it over my like dead body on a train track because English isn't her first language. So she probably just didn't understand. Like, holy shit. They have a like, term for this, <laughs> Zach. You know what this term is called? Gaslighting. Like, even if you believe that, don't say it. So this is exactly as I just described it. It was a, I need to go out there and it was, or here's another um, simile. It would be a similar to a movie, Ace Rothstein in Casino, where he's like, he gets like, there's heat on the casino. So he's got to like, kind of like be quiet, but he can't be quiet long enough. So he, he starts a TV talk show in which he keeps calling out the county commissioner. It's just like, you just shut up and let things blow over. But no, you've got it like. I'm sure that his publicist, his agent, and all his handles are like, Joss, this is a bad idea. This is a bad, bad, bad idea. The inter- I don't think the interview did anything bad to like set him up. He just really screwed himself. And like they, well, talk- no, yeah, and I think that's what his handlers probably would say is like, and- listen, you, this is not a good. This is a lose lose situation for you. And he didn't want to talk about his affairs, but like he got very apparently very somber about it. She like wanted to talk about like you know the Buffy actresses and as his ex wife described it, it's like friends, colleagues, fans, and um he got like really serious. He's like, 
know I had to do it because he was like this fucking fat nerd that no one wanted to fuck when he was younger. So he would regret it too much if he didn't seize those opportunities. Like, look, man, we all got things we wish we had done, but yeah. guess what? We just move on. So you, Jesus, like he. So what are the chances now that he's done? Well, no, 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 no. The, hear my question. This, that was not going to be my question. What are the chances are uh, w- within the next two to three weeks, once this gets out there and gains some traction, he's like, no, I was taking completely out of context. This interview is not representative of the things I was saying to the person. I don't, uh, he hasn't like gone out on social media since like the like Ray Fisher allegations came up. I don't really see other people giving him a platform necessarily. We'll see. I don't know. But do you, what do you think the chances are of him? Like that's kind of the standard when things don't go well in a publicity standpoint like this, someone who's trying to like rectify their image, so to speak, or give their side of the story and it comes off not good, not well, that their response is, this is not representative of the interview. This is not representative of what I was trying to convey. Like, a, like a, another like, Oh, no, 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 no. You, you, you misunderstand me here. Possibly. I think um, one of the other, like, parts of the interview that, like, I bought was uh, they discussed that the early internet really raised him up as, like, this feminist and this, I mean, the, like, article even calls him, like, the greatest, like, pop culture writer of our generation, which I don't disagree with, although I have not revisited his stuff in a while, which is, you know, the longest while for me personally, if you've followed this show or any of my other stuff on any level. But, like, he talks about, like, how or he says the irony is not lost in him. Like, he was raised up as this feminist, and now he's being torn down as, like, uh, not being woke and being racist. Well, like, Zack Snyder started his career as, like, being seen as, like, a misogynist, is now being seen as this person who's very inclusive with uh, his project between, like, you know, the building Ray Fisher cyborg story or Gal Gadot. He's like, yeah, it's, the irony is not lost on me. I'm like, I believe that. Mm. There's a couple of moments where I go, like, uh, he's not entirely dense, but he is 99% dense. It's insane. And he talks about, he's like, you know, I'm one like the nice one of the nicer showrunners out there. Sure, I'll take someone's Firefly script and make fun of them for 90 minutes. I was I'm just, one of the nicer ones out there. It's insane. I, uh... I was actually just looking up hashtag Joss Whedon to see what some of their social media reaction was, and that was just one of the, the story you were talking about. 90 minutes of vicious mockery. He pretended to have a slide projector and read her dialogue out loud, pretending he was giving a lecture on terrible writing. The thing with him is, and I feel like this article is kind of like the nail in the coffin, to the best of public knowledge, I don't think he had done anything that would be totally irreparable for a career. Like, to the best of our knowledge, he hasn't done, uh, he's had um, sexual misconduct conduct certainly and certainly there's a power imbalance but like there's no to the as far as we know there's nothing like anything forced or like rape or anything like it's not like a weinstein or like a brian singer or stuff yeah where if you literally were just like you know what i was young i was stupid i made mistakes i regret those mistakes the way i handled myself was inappropriate and i like wish i could uh want to grow from this and change my actions of the future it's embarrassing and i like deeply regret it I don't think it was that far removed from just being able to do that, but instead he was like, nah, none of it happened. <laughs> God damn. Like, it, you were just given, like, the world's easiest softball, and you decided to take that softball and, you know, have an inappropriate power dynamic with it. <laughs> you fouled it. You, <laughs> Jesus Christ. You had a softball, and you struck out swinging in a slow-pitch softball uh, game. Yeah, my God. Like, the his level of not being aware is wild. Oh, yeah. He, again, like... Would you say it's like, would you call it like, is it more narcissism or megalomania? I th- I think there is a high level of self-loathing in there. Oh my God, it, he's he's so stupid. It's insane. It's insane how stupid he is. 
He was he was even on the cover. Oh, the it's called Interview with the Alleged Vampire. Yes. Wow. And he has a stupid earring in that cover. Yes. Leela Shapiro. Also, that's not a very good photo, like if you're trying to like make yourself look innocent. He's so stupid. It's insane how dumb he is. It's it um it's like it's a long read, but it's wild how much he just digs his own grave. Like, yeah, you're done. You're done, man. Like there's no it wouldn't have been that hard just to take accountability. And you probably could have recovered just by taking accountability, but the fact that you doubled down, tripled down on bad behavior. Just like oh, I'm not a like I'm a bad person, but I didn't do that. Not that one. Not that one. Not that yeah. one. Not that one. Like literally every single one. It's like oh, his friends aren't calling anymore. I'm like yeah, I can imagine why. <laughs> what a dumbass. Oh, he, he blames his toxic interactions on everyone, including his long dead mother. Oh yeah, that's a whole thing. All right. Well, I didn't mean to. Oh god. Yeah. Um. So yes, the article is out there. He Jesus Christ, does he? Sh- he shoots himself in the foot, digs his own grave, has enough rope to hang himself. Whatever metaphor you want to use. <sighs> Didn't know when to shut up. Didn't know to shut up. It's a bummer for me because that was like, I haven't revisited any of it. That was like my shit. Like, I love Buffy. I love Joel. I don't even know how to use it in tense. Here's my issue with me personally. Yes. The, this, uh, there are a number, when you're talking about film and television, there's a number of forms of criticism that you can approach a thing by. I think there's seven, if, you know, my old college brain serves. But there's a number of theories that you could come at talking about film, and one of them being auteur theory. And I don't really like believing in auteur theory, meaning, like, the director is kind of, like, end-all, be-all, like, it's their vision. And while I know that, like, a ton of other people work on a thing, like, other writers, talking about television, like, writers, directors, like, just people on the set, I know that it is a wide process of things but on the other hand i also know that i like creatives that seem to have a voice like let's go with the easy one like a james gunn a taika watiti like guys that mm-hmm. definitely seem to have an angle at a thing so i don't know like i like in my brain like i don't believe in auteur theory but also i kind of like auteur theory so it's kind of a weird mix is it, it like maybe it's somewhere in the middle i don't i, yeah. I truly don't kind of fall that's fair uh yeah my favorite shit in the world has been ruined <laughs> i'm sorry to hear that <laughs> well it was ruined a year and a half ago so it's not new at this point yeah there's that um there's J- uh joss whedon dumbass okay well that was normal length of snow season or not snow season i was news news session news session all right yes. yeah sorry there's a lot there all right the rest isn't that long <laughs> All right. <laughs> Spider-Verse. Uh, we have some Spider-Verse updates. Uh, I saw that each different Spider-Verse is oh, going to have its own different style of animation. There you go. Someone's doing their own homework. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Look at me go. That's kind of cool. I think that'll be fun. You know they tried to uh, copyright that style of animation that they did? Uh, No, but I didn't see that working. Uh, I don't... I don't know if it ever went anywhere, but I know they're going to try and copy it. Yeah. But yeah, every universe they go to is going to be different stylistically. And for a movie that is the first one anyway, that is just dripping with style. Oh, like stylistically, that first movie is just a carnival for the sense. I love that movie. So, uh, you know, what I just rewatched because it has one of the same actors, uh, Brian Tyler Henry's name, the guy who plays the dad. He plays one of the characters of the Eternals. That's my segue. Oh, OK. I, I rewatched the Eternals the other night. So you finally came back around to it. I think the first third is very strong. I think it does an excellent job of balancing a very large cast. Fuck it drags, though. It really drags for two thirds of the movie. I can't get over it. And I, I felt like the ending was kind of like, hmm, because we, we talked about before. Your problem with it was you've had the power in you all along. Yes, I, I don't ever like that. Also, I still stand by my theory of just hit him with a rock. Especially, I, I felt like I was being kind of original with that, but the, they hit Sprite with a rock. Like Sprite gets hit with a rock. Just yeah. fucking beam him with a rock. 
hit Icarus with a rock. Uh. Moving on from the Spider-Verse thing. Moon Knight had its first teaser trailer. Yes. Oscar Poe. Oscar Oscar Poe? Oscar Isaacs. Whatever. He was Poe Dameron. Yes, he yes. played the role Poe Dameron. His name isn't Oscar Poe. It is now. His name is Oscar Poe Atreides. Who the Lenny fuck do you the think you po. are? Oscar Poe Atreides. O-P-A. Opa. Opa Gundam style. Oh, shit. That's not how you Gundam style. I don't know. I Is go- Moon Knight a werewolf? No, but he did first appear in a Werewolf by Night 32. Oh, cool. Well, that one out of my ass. Um... I am going going into this movie or going into the show for our entire history of the podcast. This is the one where I'm mostly going to go. I don't know. Like I am. I've tried reading Moon Knight a couple of times. There's going to be a new series by I think Jonathan Hickman is kicking it off. Great writer like his stuff. I am not overly familiar with Moon Knight. Passingly, probably, you know, more than your average bear. But I don't know the character that well. And I'm not going to learn. I've tried it a couple times and it's never caught my attention. All right. I you know hope the show works, but I don't know the I don't know the character that well. I can't know everything. No, I don't expect you to know everything, and I'm not going to pretend when I don't. But to, I mean, there's a bunch of stuff in there. It's like then there was even like a Oscar Isaac's Ethan Hunt like trailer reaction video. Yeah, those are like I don't like those. Which was silly. It's like an Oscar Isaac's like oh look at that another mirror. Yes, I know he has a fractured reality and multiple personalities. He reflected. <gasps> oh, so meta. Oh, there <sighs> there are so many mirrors, and sometimes he's a Mark Spector, and sometimes he's another guy i don't know who the other guy is i I don't know Uh, i know moon knight he's gone through a few different personalities over the years i think the main one being mark specter who is a rich guy uh who has a bunch of tech and he maybe has an egyptian god in his head maybe he doesn't they definitely play Mm -hmm. with that in this but even like they do like he picks up the phone and um the locker where it's stored is a triangle like a pyramid because they say that in the silly trailer um reaction video like oh look it's a pyramid mark and blah 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 look i love Oscar Isaacs is uh, he's really good. He's yeah, I've kind of enjoyed him in everything I've seen him in. Like um, Ex Machina is really good. Obviously, like Star Wars when he's in Dune. Like, Oscar Isaacs is just he's you know he buys into what he's doing fully, and he's kind of a delight. And I enjoy it. Ethan Hawke I enjoy as well. It's like I'm not going into Moon Knight like fully cold because like you know I've seen him in like bigger events and I've tried the character out a couple of times. But as far as anything that we've ever seen kind of comic book wise this is the one that i'm going into like as cold as could be yeah oh you some sharon carter which well i've I've seen sharon carter in plenty of things yes but yeah moon knight is kind of a blind spot for me not fully but i'm not going to be like oh well they pulled this from this run or this isn't accurate to like xyz like i'm mostly going into it like yeah multiple personalities egyptian god kind of crazy batman yeah, it has a feel of that a little bit. That I mean, the trailer looked cool though. Yeah, I got nothing against it. Like I'm all for it. It's just I'm I'm saying this like as we move forward with the show is like I'm going into this one cold-ish just because I I don't got the history with the character. And to be fair, this character's had like nine different series that all got canceled after like eight issues because no one gives a shit. No, they really don't. Do you want you can ding a bell because I I said a word. No, I've given up on it. All right. <laughs> Um, I think the trailer looks cool, though, and I like the actors, and I, yeah, screw it. I hope it's awesome. Just because I haven't necessarily, like, connected with the comics, I certainly haven't read all of them, and I hope this is good. Weirds me out that you took a photo of the back of my head. Well, you didn't believe me that I said you were balding. (laughs) You claimed that my balding was worse than your balding, and I was in an angle where I could see the top of your head, and it was, your reaction was, oh, shit. (laughs) So, I was trying to do you a favor, 
what is this a race to who gets bald first well you're you're in denial because of the way you're growing your hair right now i got it in a few months before after hawaii oh before okay. I, I thought you said you were gonna grow it out for the entire year no i'm gonna grow it till april i got it uh, okay what are we gonna do for the show when you're in hawaii uh we are going to do a commentary track because no editing oh so we're, we're probably gonna do a shorter ish movie probably like ninja turtles it's like it's oh okay that's kind of fun i look forward to that <laughs> or if you can think of another 90 minute comic but that was probably too all right because i can't edit it because it's gonna not be in sync so i can only really do sound process that's true you can only really do that are we legally allowed to do that as long as the there's nothing playing, yeah, we're just talking over it. Okay. We'll just watch it with subtitles. All right, watch it with subtitles or... As long as there's no audio, we're fine because then we're just talking. Or find a way to like get earphones in so we can hear the audio because the music is like... Well, never We'll figure that out when we get there. We... We are not doing a good job of staying on topic tonight. Yeah, I know. This is how long is this already? You want to talk about Joss Whedon some more? No, I don't. You talked about Joss Whedon for a healthy second. Ten minutes. <laughs> All right. Anyway. Batgirl. Costume reveal happened for the upcoming Batgirl movie. And? Did you see it? Nope. Well, look it up. Okay. You can give your thoughts while I look it up. I thought it got a weird amount of uh, hate on Twitter, like kind of just scrolling through stuff. Uh, my reaction was, I think it looks a little cosplay, but- I, I would agree. It, it's i also yeah, don't really this is what came up when i typed in batgirl costume that's no that's a halloween costume oh of, okay of, of a small child in a bat costume yeah it's a little cosplay but this i don't really believe in like costume reveals like until you get to see like how a thing looks in motion and also might not be the one and only suit so i'm not really that worried about it not the alicia silverstone batgirl no it can't be this hard to find batgirl or batwoman batgirl oh okay yeah kind of uh are you sure you're looking at the right photo yeah it's like it screams like dark knight to me a little bit uh it's very reminiscent of the 2011 new 52 costume yes with the gold bat yeah well you know until you see a thing in motion i'm not that you know concerned like things can look better as a standstill why is she wearing a rolex you're looking at the yvonne craig 1966 (laughs) batman that's no it's right here see but why is she wearing a rolex why does she look like a bowling ball she's colored like a glittery bowling ball or the seats at a bowling alley until we see it in motion like if that's the last one or not i'm i'm pretty indifferent to it like yeah i hope it works but it's just a photo (laughs) the the watch really stands out in this costume you're still looking at the yvonne craig one i mean that was from 19 that wasn't even 66 that would have been like 68 at that point that was the last season of the show all right wow brendan fraser got big yeah he did (sighs) again wow did he eat batgirl all right i was trying to make a looney tunes back in action joke and i couldn't get there I was going to make a superheroes don't do that joke. All right, moving on. What's up next? Oh, my God. Um, the most expensive piece of comic art sold this week. Okay. Was it an, an, was it an NFT? No, like physical art. It was the, the first page that had Spider-Man's black suit on. And yes, you can argue it's not the first appearance of the black suit. That was in an advertisement. Yeah, no, it's the first like canonical appearance of like Spider-Man in the black suit. And keep in mind, um, usually high-end comic art, like unlike the really high side, is like three hundred thousand, four hundred thousand. That's a lot of money. Guess how much this bad boy sold for? Over a million. Oh, you're gonna have to keep going. Three million. Three point three six million. That's not a bad second guess. Insane. That's a lot That's of money. The, I mean, it's a very iconic image, but three point three six million. Hey, if you got the money and you want to spend it, I don't even like. Are you? Just trying to, inf- like, what What are you inflating at that point? It's insane. It's nuts. 3.36 million for a page of art. It just, shit doesn't go for that much. That's insane. 
Yeah, that's a wild number. Like the priciest art. And there's been a couple of like, oh, there was a cover to this thing or some kind of like weird insert. Like there's been a couple of things that have sold better than that. But if we're just talking like a strict panel page, nothing sold like this. 3.36 million. Wow. It's an iconic page. I guess so. I can't deny it, but still. not Clearly not priceless because somebody put a price on it and it was $3.36 million. <sighs> Insane. All right. Any more news? This has been the longest news segment ever. <laughs> With only like five stories. Okay. No, there's no more news. All right. Thank God. Lord of the Rings had a trailer just announcing its title. Uh, it was dumb. I don't care. Okay. That movie, I can't believe that those movies are 20 years old now. Well, the show is going to be some, They had a minute long teaser trailer to announce the title. It's like, fuck you. The most expensive show in television history before they even started it, just as a reminder. The amount of money they had to pay to get the rights to this made it the most expensive show of all time before they actually started production. Why ruin one of the best film trilogies ever? It's going to be a different time period. It's not going to overlap. That was the weird thing about the teaser is they have like those like famous like Kate Blanchett red lines a book talking about the rings. It's like, I don't know who this actress is, but she's not Kate Blanchett. No, but like that trilogy was just damn near perfect. All right, we're going to move on from there to Screaming at Streaming. So you're saying the universe created a sitcom starring two Avengers? Nope, we're Screaming at Streaming. So let's not waste another minute. Settle in, sharpen your pencils, and check this out. Hey, Book of Boba Fett, episode four? Yes. The Gathering Storm, I think was what it was called. Something like that. The Pouty Man. He says his name twice as, I am Boba Fett. The way he says it, I am Boba Fett. I have very distracting veneers in my mouth. They're very white. (laughs) Yes. I have the whitest teeth on the outer rim. (laughs) The whitest, straightest veneers you've ever seen. Yeah. I've been a bounty hunter all my life. I was in the Sarlacc pit, but I'll be damned if I don't have the best pearly whites in the outer rim. I have to go back to the Sarlacc pit. Kids, if you do spice, you'll never have white teeth like this. I can't believe he goes back there, which is a very comic book thing. Like, I think in the comics and like expanded media, like Boba Fett escaped the Sarlacc pit and got put back in there like three separate times, I believe. I think that we are safe to believe the Sarlacc is no more. (laughs) They try to get him again. They're like, come back in the pit. Like, grenades! Sonic, uh, Sonic Charger. Sonic Boom! Yeah, seriously, because he's he's done. The Sarlacc, done. I like how it started to look like it was like the original uh, Star Wars, where it was just like a big sand butthole. Yeah, and then you go down, and you go. The... No, then then there was that little clammy thing. He's like, yeah, the, the uh, Mario Brothers pipe. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> piranha. Again, we spend almost half the episode in flashback. It's like the book of Boba, and then he comes out of his back to tank near the end of the episode. You're completely healed now. Like awesome. We spent four four episodes watching him convalesce. It's so there's feels like there is a kind of disparity from when we saw him in Mandalorian because he was just like, hey, I got a gaffy stick. I'm going to beat the shit out of you with this stick. And this one, he's like, diplomatic missions, diplomatic immunity. <laughs> I know, but close. Oh, come man. on. It's a good movie, though. Lethal Weapon 2. It's so, fine. So this is we're not here to talk about Lethal Weapon 2. No, diplomatic immunity. But that's better than this, I think. I still. That's one of the toilet blows up and lands on the car, right? Like all the stuff keeps happening to his car. I still believe in the show because I feel like it's still going to show me Boba Fett riding a Rancor. It promised me that. I think it's going to deliver it, and I think that's going to really buy a lot of goodwill on my part. Do you think it's also <laughs> going to the Rancor is also going to eat uh, Danny Trejo? I hope not. Poor Danny Trejo. He doesn't seem to fare well sometimes in his cameo appearances. As what was the one show where his head ended up on a turtle? It was Breaking Bad. Yeah. So just saying, Danny Danny Trejo has ridden a turtle. Well, his head has ridden a turtle. So here's my my thought. 
because like we finally do get like a little bit of Boba Fett's like his motivation. This to me feels a lot like a Christmas Carol Boba Fett style, right? Like the Sarlacc is the ghost of Christmas, whatever his time with the Tuscan Raiders. I just feel like he's like changes. Like I'm going to be a ruthless bounty hunter too. I'm looking out for the little guy. Also, I, maybe I'm remembering this wrong, but didn't Mandalorian tell us that Ming-Na Wen had some robot parts? I think it did. Yes. I don't care about learning how she got those. Oh, at the, uh, the, the, what's his name? The, in that weird techno. Yeah. Techno. Um, like, oh, she's gang hospital. Well, if she's dying, I guess hell perform surgery on her no other way am i doing it yeah she needs modifications is what he said but now we kind of see where the timelines are starting to overlap a little bit i just want to move forward i feel like we've spent too much time with him like in a big diaper yes i feel like too much time in a bath to tank and just we're not getting i don't need him going into a series of meetings (laughs) i that scene was funny though when you're like why should we care about you being the crime lord and then the rancor rat growls and he's like oh yeah you got the rancor cool you have a rancor sir did you not think the guy though that was doing like the surgery with his arm rotating like stole that from from star trek that's a borg arm little tools on it i didn't think that but sure that's what i thought and then the the chef droid was kind of cool he's like chopping stuff i was like i did like him yes he (laughs) he had many arms and they were all chopping up some whatever they eat at the palace of java lettuce it looked just like lettuce which is funny because they're on a desert planet oh they have those balls of water under the surface <laughs> milk they were calling it milk i am i'm still waiting it's running out of time to get going it's it's in the middle of the second act we need to get the gas no talk about the mayor in this where's the mayor at we need some more mayor work here yeah and the uh need to ride a rancor need yeah to kick some ass and the whatever syndicate the vespa syndicate yeah where's uh Oh yeah, there we go. Nice job. Uh, where's Where's Conja Club? Can we get some uh, Can we get some uh, Han Solo in here? Can we get a little? Uh... Well, rumor has it, but I'll believe it when I see it. What Han Solo? Rumor has it uh-huh. of a DH Harrison in the last episode, but I will believe it when I see it. I don't actually think that's real. If If Boba Fett and Harrison and uh, Han Solo make peace, Boba Fett. Yeah, I don't know if I could live with that like i usually i don't if i think a rumor is true i won't bother saying it because i don't want to spoil shit i don't think that rumor is true okay there we go all right that's uh screaming it streaming we're gonna move on from there to this week in video game history superhero landing coming up this week in video game history blink and you'll miss it because that's what's happening this all week. right cool i blinked mario tennis came out on the game boy color oh wow deuce hell yeah i think the game's in this house somewhere I liked it for the Wii the best, I feel. Mario Tennis? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Swing I think they, they also had Mario Tennis for the Virtual Boy. They did? Oh, my God. Look at you. Coming in with facts. That's two. One I, more. That's a streak. I don't care about Mario sports related games. Like I don't care about like Mario and Sonic at the Olympics. I don't care about Mario Golf. I don't care about Mario Tennis. I don't care about Mario Soccer or, or any other sports related thing. I just don't care did you see that there's going to be a new fighting game from warner brothers using warner brothers characters no so like shaggy from scooby-doo gandalf it's some the, other ones it's not the shaggy i thought of initially <laughs> it wasn't me yeah <laughs> clearly <laughs> he scores a goal wasn't me <sighs> 2011 yes and by that i mean 2003 oh wow jumping back um a very very silly game a very stupid game i can't believe this game exists except it was you know the 2000s so literally every piece of crap you could think of came out yeah dead or alive extreme with an x beach volleyball 
Oh no! So coming out of the Dead of Dead or Alive series, isn't where the ball, volleyball became like a bomb at some point? Probably, or I, I don't know. But people I, blew up. I, if memory serves me right, and I didn't bother looking this up, I'm pretty sure this was a game you could um, adjust the size of your character's breasts and how much they jiggled. Huh? Because that's a game that happened. Boo. <laughs> yeah. And then in 2011, oh Sony, they tried to do this as a mascot. I still think they could. Little Big Planet too. I feel like I've heard this before. A little like brown knitted character. He's running around. You're making worlds. Platformer. Okay. Second one came out. Was it there was... a third? I don't remember. I don't know either. But I feel like it was al- it was almost a mascot. Almost a mascot. Still, that first game sold like fucking hotcakes. So you know they made their money on that. That's it. That's what happened this week in video game history. It's all whole segment. I can't help it. I can't create more content. That's fine. Don't don't feel like you need to. So we're gonna move on from there. Oh, that's oh the okay. I remember this now. The guy was like a crocheted thing. Yeah. Yeah, the little knitted guy. Yeah. So from Mario Tennis and other sports related games to the NFL playoffs, it's time for Jared Sports Reports. He's running down the middle by the fifty. He's at the thirty. Bare tested. The guy is drunk, but there he goes. Oh, and they tackle him at the forty yard line. It's time for another Jared Sports Report. How'd your team do? Uh, Not well. No. I'll answer the question for you. No, they got boat raced. They got boat raced? Yeah, that means they just got blown out of the water. Okay. Yeah. No, it was not good. I've never not heard good. that term. <laughs> no, it was some ridiculous like stuff that the Buffalo Bills have done to the Patriots last two times they've played. Like the Bills in nine quarters haven't punted against the Bill of the Patriots. That's two games and extra time. Just it was, Buffalo's a better Buffalo is a better team. All right. I mean, I'm. I would have liked to have seen a stronger showing from the Patriots. I thought that they had a chance to win that game. Boy, was I wrong. <laughs> but I think, you know, you can't blame this one on Mac Jones. I thought he played aside, you know, the, the two interceptions. One was just an unbelievable play by the safety to get over there on what was going to be a touchdown. And the other one hit Hunter Henry in the hands and went right to a defensive player. It just, you can't, it doesn't matter who your quarterback is. If your defense gives up seven straight touchdown possessions, you're, there's nobody that's going to help you win that football game. And your boyfriend beat the Philadelphia Eagles. Tom Brady's not my boyfriend. It's <laughs> too pretty. No, yeah. He, yeah. He's too pretty, too rich out of my league. Yeah. So the Tampa Bay Buccaneers move along. So for the second year in a row, I was wrong on my hot take on the playoffs. I don't know if they're going to beat. I don't know if the Buccaneers can beat the Rams, though. They've got a really good defensive line. Tampa Bay was plugging in, you know, plugging players in place on the offensive line. They lost one of their starters there. They're down. It's going to be another decent game. I mean, there's only really two close-ish games all weekend long on Super Wild Card Weekend. The Not first, that super. No, the Bengals looked really, really good beating the Rams. They're going to be a tough out. Kansas City just absolutely mauled Pittsburgh. I mean, they were running any play that they wanted to run in that game. That uh, that Kansas City-Buffalo game is going to be really interesting. Really, really interesting. It should be a fun weekend. I, I almost feel like the winner of that game is probably going to go on to win the AFC and go to the Super Bowl. But the Bengals are pretty tough. The Bengals uh, are going to be facing off against the... Oh, the Titans. Titans are going to be tough to beat, too. Titans are going to be very tough to beat. And they got Derrick Henry back, so... That'll be tough on the NFC side. Green Bay didn't play. They had the bye. So they make bye, it. Bye, bye, They make it to the divisional round. Wins by the 49ers. Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy G. Kind of injured. Yeah, but he still led his team to a victory against the Dallas Cowboys, who found another way to choke in the playoffs yet again. Not as bad as the Arizona Cardinals. Oof, that was bad. I've I've developed a bad habit recently. Alcoholism. Uh, no, I said recently. <laughs> 
Not a not a long-standing pre-existing condition. Ever hear of DraftKings? Jesus Christ, yes. I don't even know how to, yes, I'm aware of DraftKings. Yes. I mean, I haven't lost a lot of money, but I haven't won a lot of money either. Yeah, I had selected Kyler Murray as my quarterback on Monday night. Yeah, he sucked. He was not good. But I did win 20 bucks gambling on golf. So There you that. go. Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, oh, did you bring my grill back? Oh, shit, no. I didn't. I forgot. I know where it is. I'm so glad you do. <laughs> it's still in Foxborough. I'm kidding. I'm sure it's in one of your three storage areas. Four if you count my car, which is not in my car. <laughs> where you can't. We ended like, up not using it. You're like, hang on. We how, brought it. We brought another grill. How many places do I store crap? Three seems like it's a very low number. There might be like there are three major ones, and then there's some satellite areas. Other interesting Boston sports news. Oh, actually, I won money with the Celtics lineup. Jason Tatum did me a huge solid on on Monday. I started him as my captain, so I got one and a half time points for him. Attaboy, Jason. Well, I mean, it was only really in the fourth quarter. It doesn't matter. I, I think he only had like does it matter? 12 going into the fourth. Does it matter? I won 1350, baby. There you go. Also, the Celtics signed Bull Bull. It's nothing. It's just, they're going to he's going to Cuz they missed up, having Taco Fall. They're just going to end up trading him and like it's just a it's a salary thing. It's uh, never going to see a minute of time on the floor. Same, I mean, PJ Dozier, former main Celt or former main Red Claw, whatever the fuck, main Celtic. Well, he was a Red Claw, but the other Celtics. Um, the same thing. Like, yes, the that minor trade for Juancho Hernan Gomez. Like these guys are just going to get traded and waived. It's nothing. It's all salary cap thing. All right, nothing to it. No, I would say not. Other quick thoughts. I I still need a little bit of time to like digest the Patriots season. I think. My my analogy would be this about the Patriots. They had that. It was very much like a hangover. If you've ever been hungover, you know when you. When, <laughs> I'm aware of them. When you wake up, you just feel really, really bad. So this is like the Tom Brady hangover, really kind of part two. Because last year with COVID and everything, it just was kind of like eh. Like you wake up and you're kind of like eh, and then you have a stage where you feel really good. Like okay, the hangover is over. I'm okay, and like you you start to get out above your skis just a little bit. And then your body's like, no, you really don't feel right yet. Like, you're not there. That's kind of what this season was. That seven-game win streak in the middle is when you felt like, oh, maybe I'm really not that hungover. And then all of a sudden, it comes back, and it's like, oh, no, no, you're still hungover. You need to hydrate a little bit You need more. to hydrate a little bit more. I think the Patriots learned a lot. The defense needs a lot of work. They look slow, out of place. I think Mac Jones is the answer for them at quarterback. I think that he proved a lot. He was graded out, like, I think in the 80s. For uh, Pro Football Focus, they graded out every position and every player, and he was the highest-graded rookie quarterback. None of the other rookie quarterbacks broke 70. So I think he's the right guy in the right place. His teammates really seem to like him uh, and love him and want to play for him. I loved his post-game press conference, talked about you know one of the things he wants to work on is leadership and bringing guys with me. So I think he's saying the right things. He's got the right attitude. He's got the right work ethic. I think that this offseason is going to be really key in his development. I think you know what they need to do is solidify some stuff on defense, get faster at the linebacker level, actually designate a true defensive coordinator because it was really like Gerard Mayo and Steve Belichick along with Bill Belichick kind of try splitting those duties. If you don't have one cap, you know, if you have three coordinators, you really don't have one. You don't have a place where the buck stops. So there is some of that. I think that's going on as long as the Joss Whedon conversation needs to be cleaned up. All right. So there I'm done. So there's that NBA. Uh, everyone's injured or has COVID. KD is out for four to six weeks. Damian Lillard's out for who knows how long. Uh, who else? Miles Turner is out. That might, affect his trade package that seemed to be 
on the line, and everyone seems to be courting Jeremy Grant, comics reader Jeremy Grant. Oh, wow. So, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, Celtics are fine to bad. Fine. <laughs> they're, they're not great. Hey, they're over 500, though. Good for them. Ah, oh, ah, yeah. over 500. Well, they're on either side of 500. Like they Currently, going. as we speak, over. They're playing a game right now, also, as we speak, so it might be 500 again by the time this is over. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> uh let's see nope no progress except for the red Sox are trying to get you to you know get ready to sign up to get season opening to like get tickets for the upcoming season including like opening day and opening weekend they still haven't come to a collective bargaining agreement yet so all right we're going from sports we're gonna go from there to how much do we love peace well we like to scream freedom a lot the only the only thing that loves freedom more than NSK freedom is Peacemaker. Wow. Still so silly. Yeah. All right, we're going to move on to Peacemaker. Episodes one through three. Yes. I'm the best there is at what I do. But what I do best isn't very nice. It's time for an Editor's Note podcast review. Well, I'm in love with this. So <laughs> when, when it says TVMA, oh, they go for the hard R. Except for the child. They'll show you everything except a child getting shot through the head yeah i think that might be a line too far barely nothing else is oh yeah like peacemaker's father like totally i mean i feel like this is like james james gunn went to hbo and said i'd like to make something really extreme and then hbo says how extreme and james gunn went yes (laughs) all right let's let's step back to episode one we have peacemaker after the suicide squad sure he's been shot through the throat shot through the throat and you're to blame darling you scream freedom when you Uh, orgasm uh, wow (laughs) don't ruin a good thing zach orgasms no peacemaker somehow you're gonna simultaneously ruin both and i'm not here for that i love the episode names by the way yeah they're fine I mean, they're fun. So far, uh, it's not going to be every episode, but James Gunn has written and directed everything so far, and he's going to do most, most of, of it. Yeah. I mean, overall, like where the show really stands up is it has a likable cast, and it's just it's walks this wonderful James Gunn line, which he kind of walks in everything of being witty and incredibly stupid. Oh yeah. <laughs> I don't know how else. It's like it's really like fast, catchy dialogue, but it's mostly talking about like the dumbest stuff of the world. Like I'm not crying. I'm doing face exercise it's like it's just james gunn has written all the episodes he's not directing all he's all all but two oh my god yeah that the f-bomb oh my god f-bomb after f-bomb after f-bomb can i just say like as pleasantly surprised as i am because initially i was like i don't know how i feel about this yeah i like when i was presented with him like i don't really care but turns out like and here's the thing that this show did that none of the marvel shows did from the outset it hooked me in the first 10 or 15 minutes. I'm going to say, well, um, it, it has hooked me. Sex, drugs, cursing, violence. Oh, unbelievable also use a of bunch curse of words. Heart. Oh, it's, but the, I think the biggest, most pleasant surprise of all, and I think the biggest winner. Eagerly. Because the second, <laughs> no, but seriously, I think the biggest winner coming out of all this is going to be John Cena. Oh, I thought you were going to say the, the opening credits. Well, no. But John Cena, yeah, he's incredible. And is he, he not he, the be- like the perfect casting for this role? He's not a guy that like I've never been a wrestling guy, and I, I've seen him pop up in like thing to thing. Clearly, he was in the Suicide Squad, but I've never been like, oh yeah, John Cena is the guy I need to see. He's amazing. He is. Oh, this is like right up his at, like just fantastic. But like his sense of like comedic timing is incredible like he's really just like hitting these lines so hard he's yeah he's awesome so here's the other piece and i'll, I'll bring 
because I was a wrestling fan for a while. I still am in some way. I don't watch it religiously like I had for a while, like 10 years ago. But when John Cena was like, like his character started out as kind of edgy. He was the doctor of thugonomics. He'd come out and do battle raps. And he's so vascular. Use those like, like those veins are popping. You just know yeah. that he's doing like every so, in between every take. He's just doing a quick set. Oh, he was so there was a a documentary about like climbing the ladder to get to the WWE. And was he doing the salmon ladder? No, but he was shopping. He filled a shopping cart full of meat, like like steak, chicken, like two or three hundred dollars worth of meat for a week. Like the man, he does take tremendous fantastic care of his body but so for the longest time though he was like he was the good guy he was the ultimate good guy and everybody to the point where people were booing him and they were just like sick of his character being rammed down their collective throats and everyone's like so there's two terms in in wrestling your character is either a baby face or a heel and he has been a lifelong babyface there's been no way to turn him heel he's he's done so much charity work he like holds the record for make-a-wish visits because like all like just with the make-a-wish foundation the number of kids who want to meet john cena so he could never be in the wwe that edgy like adult character because he was his character was marketed towards younger kids that don't give up you know don't quit you can't you know, never, you know, hustle loyalty, respect attitude. In this, he's just being able to let loose and do whatever the hell he wants. And you can tell he is eating it up and having fun with it. I think this is like 10 years of just repressed. I couldn't be this kind of character in the WWE. So watch me now. Do love that eagle, though. Eagly is a hilarious <laughs> character. It wouldn't be a James Gunn movie without some kind of animal sidekick. Oh, God. It hugs him. <laughs> when he opens the... When he opens the car door and attacks her, and she's like, I thought you said it was friendly. I thought you meant towards me. I love it when he's like, just crinkle a bag. Crinkle a bag of chips. <laughs> oh, but, my God. Oh. So we, I mean, we're skipping around a little bit, but I mean, the episode opens up also with just incredible credits. Oh, yes. In, in, incredible. Yeah. It's like we get to the second episode, and you know, like the screen is like, do you want to skip these opening credits? I'm like, I nope. shan't. Nope. I, I want to see I this. I shan't be skipping these. I skipped it on I skipped it on the third episode because I was running short on time to get over here. <laughs> but don't think I won't YouTube that shit tonight. Oh my god, what? Just a great song and just the I love the dance is I love that like these people aren't really dancers except for like a couple of like insert shots. Like it's a yeah. very basic dance, but it just it works so well and it's so fun. It it's just I love everything about the I love the characters, the story. So we kind of get like a discount group of characters like the Suicide Squad and I mean they're repeats from the movie. Yeah. And, and I mean they're all fun. Like I love Steve Agee. It's kind of yeah. <laughs> it's like getting called like diabetes. Oh yeah. <laughs> Just the the such a mean spirited name. This is one hundred percent the most adult comic book show yet. I'm also gonna I'm gonna throw the gauntlet down saying the DCEU, which has now been around since 2013 with Man of Steel, mm-hmm. it's the best thing that's come out of that whole world. Oh yeah, I mean. Hey, you haven't seen Aquaman or Shazam. They shit on Aquaman. <laughs> they do. <laughs> like, what do you say? He, there's a guy at the aquarium who sneaks him in the back so he can have his way with a sturgeon. <laughs> I do think, like, I like this more than even, like, the Suicide Squad movie. I think this is the best thing that's come out of, like, these DC things oh, so far. Yes. I am. 100%. Oh we, like, I know, like, there's been all this talk about, like, roughly since, like, you know, the late 2000s, like, Breaking Bad era, people were like, this is the golden age of television. Like, fuck that. Television's so much, like, it's so good now. Oh, we, yeah. We get the best shit. It's awesome. 
like a movie. Like every couple of days, we just get to watch a new little movie. Speaking of, so oh, good. I forgot to mention this during news. You see that Picard got its release date? Yeah, March. Yeah. Speaking of like the golden age of TV, all the great stuff we're getting. Like by the time Peacemaker's done, we're gonna be rolling right into Picard. Yeah, I mean, I'm watching new Star Trek like every Thursday. There's just new Star Trek. I'm like, I'm like, all right, I'm gonna live in this world where there's just new Star Trek forever. Q. Yes, thank you. I, I heard you the first time. Red alert. What? Okay, that one wasn't anything. That was weird. No, the episode where he gets kicked out of the continuum and he's like floating naked and drops to the floor oh. and he goes, red alert. Okay. I Sorry, I didn't understand. Now you, now you do. Uh, that terrible impression. You're right. Okay, anyway. We get Robert Patrick in there as a horrible racist. Also, <laughs> I love that it's Robert Patrick. Like, I, did, I was looking at him in the first episode. I'm like, who is? Like, I know oh, this yeah. dude. And then I saw the credits. I was like, oh, it's Robert Patrick. He's going to be white as White Dragon. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was a horrible racist. Oh, yeah. Not, <laughs> not a good person. I love that like, he only takes joy when John Cena is telling him like stories of like other people's misfortunes. Oh, yeah. He's laughing about it. He's like, that's the only thing he gets like joy out of is like being a piece of shit. Yeah. So uh, with the Idris Elba's character, like, what the heck was his name again? And Suicide Bloodsport. Squad? Bloodsport. Yeah. Being petrified of rats. And he makes fun of them. And he goes, please don't tell me that the blank who's afraid of rats is the guy who shot you he used a very derogatory term yeah um, it's, it's also like you know warner brothers goes to james gunn so you said you want to be edgy how edgy yes uh, you want tvma how wanna, are we accomplishing this i want to shoot a kid through the head no no we get our first comic book sex scene that, that's not true there's uh, we got our first oh no that's true internals had it yeah uh yeah where they didn't move at all and just kind of laid oh there was like, movement this in this is, one like they're this is sex. We just lie here. Dick vampire. <laughs> oh, oh my God. This, this show is incredible. I, I do love that um, that uh, woman getting blown up like his helmet. The sonic <laughs> boom. He's just sitting there in his underwear. Yeah. Like, yeah. Very familiar with John Cena's balls now. Yeah. That's why I'm thinking that we might get we might get Dr. Manhattan by John Cena. It could happen. What else was it like? So like kind of storyline we're the learning about episode has vigilante vigilante who's hilarious <laughs> who refuses to take off his helmet at any point he he, he is great and um <laughs> we want to blow stuff up i've been saving appliances since you've been in jail i was watching it with my wife i'm like you know what that is she's like no i'm like that's a flashlight oh yeah look at the happy mouth <laughs> first comic book flashlight uh the porn videos the three the threesome afterwards where they're smoking the joint i would have shot you for this three years ago <laughs> yeah. incredible stuff oh it's just i love john cena escaping from a building where he just has to keep on jumping one story down continuously injuring himself yes <laughs> tying up that couple that... oh that couple is the most <laughs> hilarious thing in the show too there's uh, Amber and her husband. What's his name? I, can't, I, have, I couldn't tell you. But, oh, they're hilarious. They're funny every time they're on. I was trying to be a gentleman. Are you trying to bribe us? <laughs> love, are you, you going to have Are you gonna have sex with the sexy, attractive man? I love that. Like, I was getting important shit, and it's just like a, some bedding with some records and some other just crap yeah. in it. <laughs> the soundtrack is awesome. James Gunn continues to just put together great music soundtracks. We're just talking, like at this point, we're just hitting highlights. But overall, I mean, Peacemaker is foul and generally unpleasant, but it has so much heart and it's so witty and it's just, it's shot so well and the sense of fun. And like you're talking about, like the soundtrack just builds it up so much. Like this is the best DC thing that's happened since... I was working my way. I was like, I was gonna say the DCEU stuff. And I started working my way backwards. Um, ever best DC thing ever. Really? Fuck everything else. This is the best. Wow. 
no recency bias here. You're not thinking about some of like the animated comic, the animated movies they did, or you can't really compare the two. I don't believe. Well, I, I can. I can compare them, and I'm saying uh, anything that's in motion. I'm not saying like it's like it's better than every comic ever, but I'm saying anything that DC has put together that's in motion of any kind, animated or live action. This is What's- the best thing that's happened. Well, I love what James Gunn does is he's able to just bring in, like you said, just tremendous amounts of heart. It's what made the Ga- the Guardians movies work. Like he's just able to make these movies about misfits who don't like they're just they don't seem like they have they're the puzzle pieces that don't fit into the puzzle, but yet he makes them their own beautiful little puzzle that you just can't help but root for. And it's I don't know, I I can't wait for tomorrow's episode. I know I'm so excited. Like that was the downside. It's like, ah oh, man, yeah. I can't just binge all this because all I oh. want to like put the shit in my veins. It is my it is my new favorite show right now. One hundred percent. Yeah, it's so good. I really love. it. I think it, I, what I like about it is just it's so different and it didn't wait to get going. It, you know what? The only thing I didn't like was I didn't need to see the the toe. Yeah, that's well, a, that's about the only. Thing but I then was you like, had the caved in face where he shot to, to peace out, motherfucker, and shot the guy's face with a shotgun, and then the little butterfly comes out. I think it was just because we spent so much time on the toe. Like the sound yeah. design was pretty gross, but then you like paired it with the visual i'm like i didn't need that the fact that he was getting his nuts lit up by a car battery wasn't too much for you no because that's not uh visually gruesome oh it's true fair enough it's a visceral feeling though when you think about that that's peacemaker man i love this show i'm so on board for this show here's the other thing i really like about this show minimal exposition they just came right at you like picking right up where suicide squad left off and go kill some stuff yeah it's right into it the janitor the talk with the janitor in the beginning was hilarious smoke weed that was the one time he's talking to the janitor yeah, in the yeah, beginning. No, yeah. I, that um I, that I went to mit was, i couldn't handle it that dude was from what's the name of that show Shit's creek he was in that show. yeah i'm i might just stay up at midnight to watch it come out so man i love the show yeah uh, so you know uh for a glowing review for it is dc's answer to deadpool but better yeah totally all right and i like deadpool yeah but no, this I is like the show so good yeah all right moving on from there to letters to the editors other questions number one damn few answers here's another one of your letters to the editors make it so have you ever thought do i want to have my own question asked on here just have people pontificate on things that i send in i thought you were talking like in the third person about yourself like no uh i'm sure people think that all the time <laughs> have, you ever, have you ever wanted to tell us how wrong we are do you want to hear two idiots just like say things well well this they already is have for the chance. last 45 to 50 minutes <laughs> yeah we don't know what comes in after editing that's why i ballparked it <laughs> i hate that on podcasts are like oh yeah we've been doing this for like 26 minutes and then i'll look at it it'll be like 22 i'm like uh-huh did some editing huh oh yes i hate that never call out a specific time code on a bad podca- unless you want to check out the bottom of the podcast where we have time codes a podcast that was a terrible accent podcast. all right anyway yeah uh, you can send in your own questions at editorsnotecomics at gmail.com i highly recommend it because we're almost basically we're, ne- we're, we're, we, we're, we're we never have a surplus sometimes exactly. we do. when we have a surplus it's like this weird you know i feel like a rich man but we almost never have a surplus it's remember the time we were able to do an entire mailbag episode I've done that a couple of times i think it's I been know. a while that'd be fun to do one again anyway all right question of the week you have no prep on this i have a, per usual <laughs> you don't need any that was your that was your new year's resolution and mine you're failing at it tremendously it's the one i impressed upon you what movie have you rewatched the most? Ooh. I don't know if I can pick like a most. I can like have like 
four or five that are yeah, in that's that, kind of my thought. Yeah, that I've rewatched the most. So I'm gonna like I would break it into a couple categories. Like I'm not gonna count Star Wars and the rest. Star Wars is up there on the list. See, it's hard because you have to quantify. Does it count? Like, do you actively like decide to watch the movie? Like, you pick it out of your collection and watch it. Or is it you're flipping through the channels and it's on and you decide to watch you see, it? See, that's never been a thing for me because I mean, growing up, I didn't really, I didn't have cable, so like that was never really a thing. Well, no, I mean me either. But when I got cable, it became a thing. Yeah, you still do that. You still channel surf. I don't. I never do that. No, like I will. Like if there's nothing on now, like I've gotten to the point, like I'll like if I turn the TV on, like oh let's see what's on TV, and I don't see anything. But I literally never do that. Like I don't. You're more of an appointment TV guy. Like if there's something you're gonna watch, you're gonna. Wait like, to watch it. You're not going to like, I wonder what's on. And then like. Yeah, the only, I mean, I'll watch like SNL and I'll watch like basketball. But beyond that, I'm not really watching any. It's like on regular network TV anymore. So as I was saying, you are an appointment TV guy. Yeah. I sometimes I'm like a buffet TV guy. Like I'll show up and be like, I don't know what I'm going to eat at the buffet, but we'll see what's there. I think this would good. say like, what have you like hunted out the most? Okay. If it, I think the easiest ones for me to say, like when I was a kid was, would be, um, you know, going to like your home vision video and renting star Wars. And then eventually in 97, I got it as a Christmas gift. The VHSs, there was the silver box and the gold box. The gold box was the special editions, and I was given that one. Did you wear it out? No, but I watched them a ton. Like, I don't think I ever wore out a VHS. I never wore out a VHS. When I was younger, like, the the one I would rewatch a lot was Robin Hood, Disney's Robin Hood. I mm. love the shit out of that movie, which there is a lot of reanimation. They took animation from the aristocrats. And yeah. anyway, see, look, that's three facts. I brought three facts today to the show. You peaked there. I know, right? Uh, in more than one way. Uh, <laughs> Back to the Future actually is up on the list for me. Like, I will enjoy watching that. I don't think that goes... Raiders of the Lost Ark. Definitely Indiana Jones for me. Back to the Future, I don't... I'm not going to say that I haven't rewatched it. It's like, when I say, like, oh, it wasn't, like, in my, like, top rotation, I've probably seen those movies... You know, I've seen the first one the most. Probably, let's say I've seen that first one like maybe 10 times or more. The second and third, less so. Like, un- definitely under 10 on those two. There was a period of time, Spider Man, the first Tobey Maguire Spider Man, I watched the shit out of that. Yeah, me too. And like, that was another one. Over and over and over again. That was a VHS one for me initially. So, I mean, I bought that movie a number of times. That but- one actually undiscovered country star trek that that's one that i had on heavy rotation for a while i just enjoyed that one you know it's funny from again this is going it's one of those things like the as time goes on like there is so much shit that's coming out right now that's just kind of like catered to my interest it's hard to repeat view things now oh agreed but the one uh, and this only came down to um it was given to me i don't even remember what week is was given to pissed off do you remember uh when we were kids there used to be like no tv week yes like one week a year yeah i was given star trek insurrection on vhs during no tv week and you know what you were doing you were you were fine not having to watch it (laughs) well it was also um the t like the was like the two-part tv miniseries merlin was coming out and i really wanted to watch that oh okay yeah so i only could watch like one thing and i couldn't watch star trek i'm like what the fuck this was given to me as a gift i want to watch star trek insurrection wasn't the merlin tv miniseries with the guy from jurassic park yeah sam neil yeah it was uh i haven't seen it i used to love that is that good i don't remember i liked it then well i I was gonna no i'm saying oh i liked that in the 90s is it still good who knows 
Now, I would also add back. to the list of movies like Shawshank Redemption is one of those movies if it's on. Uh, also, yeah, that's one I've probably seen like fifteen times. Yeah, like, I'm thinking of movies I've seen like more than fifteen times. I used to watch the the first Matrix a ton. Uh, same thing with like the original X Men, like the stuff that like I got on like VHS and I could just like watch in my room. Ten Commandments, I watched that every year. Uh, I live tweeted it a couple of times. So yeah, that's up there. Dogma was on the rotation. Ghostbusters. I, I, it's not going back that far. It's only like 10 years, but like, I've talked about this before. I think I, when a new Marvel movie would come out, I would do a full rewatch. And then we hit a point where I'm like, this is untenable. Yeah. <laughs> there's too many movies. Uh, so those early ones I saw a ton because I kept on rewatching them every time a new one would come out. A few good men, the courtroom drama. I'm aware of one. a few good men. Yeah. No, I like, I like still can quote that movie as it's about to happen. Nobody likes her very much. Yes, sir. I mean, if we're talking, I don't. When I say I didn't have cable growing up, I had cable like briefly, like it was like, oh, it's like free for a month. I remember seeing like um, U.S. Marshals, like like the early, oh yeah, early U.S. Marshals was in the early two thousands. It was on like basically that every got day. more replay than the Fugitive did. Airheads, um, High Fidelity. Ah, uh, yes. Can, can you tell what era I had cable in? Yes, I can tell <laughs> what era. There's a lot of movies that like have been very rewatchable. I can't think of one that I cannot identify the one i've probably rewatched the most i wonder I, well t- to be fair it's probably serenity but as we talked about earlier earlier in the show uh, maybe it's not something to talk about but here's the other the other thing to kind of quantify your question there will be times now like i'll think of them like a scene or a part of a movie i'll just go on youtube and watch that part of the movie oh i do like i've been um i do that a ton i've been re-watching it's a six minute clip and I and I'm even skipping around that six minutes of like the Ghostbusters coming back. I've watched oh, yeah. that six minutes, and by six I mean I cut out the parts where they're not in it, so it's probably closer to like three minutes. I've been I must have watched that fifteen times already. Oh yeah, and it's so like especially like listening to Ray's yeah. dialogue, like it's like wildlife fishing authority. Yeah, <laughs> it's just are you a god? Uh, come on, Ray. It's so good. Oh my god, I've... Pete Bankman from the Home Office. <laughs> I've been rewatching that clip a ton. Yeah, I love watching that, that clip godfather clips actually godfather's on the list godfather and godfather 2 are movies that like if they're on i'll watch like see like so for me like re-watching like full sit down like front to back watching hard to tell but like if i pick up a movie while it's on tv i'll sit down and watch it if it's just there and i'm doing something that's on in the background i see that you're looking at your wall of so, the lord of the rings movies probably fall into that too yeah i probably How, watch that however every other year if i had a choice like it's usually either fellowship or return of the king two towers i i don't hate two towers but it just felt like it's plotting at times a lot of walking i've rewatched the original comic a ton of times the other one i'm thinking rocky the first Rocky. oh yes the first rock but see for me it's usually one and four two and three don't get as much love as i think i need to give them they're great yes I, the first rocky i've watched so much you're gonna eat lightning and you're gonna crap thunder <laughs> I feel like a Kentucky Fried Idiot. That's <laughs> <laughs> a good line. It's a great line. I think it still probably comes down to Star Wars. Probably Star Wars, the first Star Wars. Just renting it as a kid, getting the VHSs also as a kid, buying it on DVD, getting it on Blu-ray, having it on streaming. It's probably original Star Wars. I think the one I've probably watched the most... Raiders is up there, too. Raiders is... It's probably probably raiders i'm not sick of that shit yet i still love them oh my god it's like the like you know what's gonna happen but the movie just still is fun it's just like it's like going on a carnival ride a bunch of times like you know what's gonna happen on the ride but you still enjoy the ride good times yeah all right 
That's it. That's the show. All right. If you enjoyed the show, please help us out. Go to patreon.com slash editors no comics. A dollar a month gets you the show the day we record it along with other cool exclusives behind the paywall. So please help support our yeah, Patreon. Just, just some stuff talking about Joss Whedon. Okay. So we want people's support. <laughs> uh, yeah. Day early access. That's mostly what you're getting at this yeah, point. But still, why Why not? I, I mean, know. We try. Yeah. We've been doing this for years That's at this true. point. Remember when we tried to do the After Dark episodes and we were recording things in your car like before, like immediate snap reaction to this movie. You're like, I remember the first time we did it. You're like, get in the back seat. Emily, get the camera out. I'm like, I don't like this. <laughs> What's happening? Well, I mean, we basically do an immediate reaction to Book of Boba Fett. We just watched that. Yeah. Yeah. I want to go watch Peacemaker again. I know. I want to see that eagle. Yes. And I mean, Peacemaker is three for three with nudity. There's been nudity in every episode. Yep. There has been. Just saying. By the way, I need to introduce you to the world of John Cena memes, where there's just a picture of John Cena with somebody, and it's like, I can't believe this poor p- person has a picture by themselves. Or there's my favorite one is a girl in her prom dress with John Cena. It's like from John Cena's senior prom. And it says, that poor girl had to go to prom by herself. Anyway, this is the kind of stuff you get on Patreon.com slash Editor's Note Comics. You can also find Zach on the social media at Editor's Note Comics on Twitter. Yeah. And you're out there at, at Junior Rich. I mean, football season's almost over, so who knows what he's going to tweet about. Uh, maybe I'll start live-tweeting some things, like movies. Star Wars. Star Wars. <laughs> I saw Star Wars on TV. I had some really scathing takes on the Patriots, including at one point they were down. They had scored three points, and I said, Do something! Uh, no. I almost put the, poked the gif, put the gif up there of uh, The Simpsons, Do something. And then there was the one of At Least You Tried. I was going to do that yeah. one. But no, my favorite tweet probably the other night was, The temperature in Buffalo is five degrees. The Patriots have three points. Even even Mother Nature is outscoring the Patriots tonight. <laughs> but there you go. Uh, we'll be back next week for the thing I said we were going to do this week. Blue Spider-Man. Spider-Man's sad. Oh, <laughs> poor know, Spidey. For a change of- All right. When is he not sad? Never. He's always he's always sad. All right. All right. Back next week. Peace. Maker. Freedom.